Hey, when does the show start? It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. Which Bailey? I, I say I'm an idiot all the time. If I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This choke when the pressure was on. Son of the Bailey Show. All right, here it is Monday, the 11th day of September, 2023. Hope you had a great weekend. Thanks for being here. Good morning. My name is Jason Bailey. Right there, that is Nikki D. That is me. There is Nelson. Good morning. And our buddy Kyle in the other room taking your phone calls. If you got any, get them in in the next four hours. Use this number. 916-909-0985. You can also use that same number to get on the text machine. Stream us, get our podcast, the Odyssey app, thebaileyshow.com, or anywhere you get your podcast. And on social media, give us a like, share, follow, at listen to the BS and our YouTube channel at The Bailey Show. So next hour, we will uh, give you tickets. Do I say, is it Farm X, Fire X Fork, no, or Farm, farm, to, to, farm to, to Fork? What's it? No, it says Farm X, Fire X. Nobody That's explain. how it's posted on the website. So I put it exactly how it was posted. Because you know what happens mm-hmm. is I say something, then I'll get five text messages where I'll get people whispering how the new guy doesn't know how to say something, but nobody tells me how to say it. So I'm asking you, do you guys know? I'm Did anybody going. tell you? I went to their website at one point, and I've also taken a look at the X is supposed to be Farm to Fire to Fork. So, so this is from their website. Right X there. equals two. Okay. In this case. Farm so. to farm to fire to fork. That's cool. Like three Fs. Okay. They have it, but like, like and those. then here they have an X. Neat. And then here, entrance to the farm to fork festival is da da da. So right. they have listed six different ways on their own website. All right. Well, I got it. Well, it looks like a great event. Where are the X's? Yeah, <laughs> it's, pornogra- it's pornography. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it looks like a great event, nonetheless. Uh, I love this kind of stuff, and it's got a uh, these uh, the, uh, the event uh, is one thing, but then there's like this an exclusive evening with Tyler Florence. Now he's a big deal on the Food Network, and if you're a foodie like myself, then you've seen Tyler Florence. So he's gonna have great barbecue. They'll have local craft beers, a special performance. Um, Brought to you by the California Craft Brewers Association, a special performance, Lindsay L., mm-hmm. right? Yep. Lindsay L., she's a country music singer. Yes. And additional entertainment from local artist DJ Oasis, who works- That's our boy. Right at, down the hall. Right down the hall. And he's our, he's our boy. He's your boy. He's my boy. He's our sure. boy. He's our boy. He's our boy. When's the last time you've walked up to DJ Oasis and said, I'm Nelson and you're my boy? Uh, we were in uh, the Wiz Khalifa meet and greet where I got to watch him get his record signed. He's a real old school DJ because he's got actual. That's records. how you should do it, right? Mm-hmm. And, and Nelson walked up, Nikki, and said, you're my boy. He did. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't believe <laughs> Just that. like that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, to his it, face. Is, it is way <laughs> too early to start lying to me. <laughs> to his face, I say, what's up, my guy? Okay. My guy. And Amador's son. So anyway, it's a big event. This is huge. And we'll have these tickets for you. Um, it's going to take place at Capital Mall Greens in Sacramento, September 23rd. I've got those tickets. <laughs> Amador, not my boys. I don't know Amador's sons. Well, I like the honesty there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you lied, and then you no, told the truth. No, there's no lie. I'm, <laughs> now, am off. I closer to Oasis than Oasis is to me? Probably. Oh, I'm sure. That's the story of your life. <laughs> oh, 
Man, I got to tell you, it was so trippy yesterday watching football. And as much as I love watching football, you always remember, and this is, I'm not the only one like this, how much you hate watching football during football season. Especially, you know, either A, you're a fantasy football player like myself and gazillion other people, or B, your team is the New York football giants. <laughs> and that happened last night for Sunday Night Football, which was one of the, like, Kadarius Tony slept well last night. Like, he went to bed and he goes, you know what? Thursday night wasn't so bad. <laughs> so there's a silver lining in everything. But anyway, nonetheless, it was trippy because, you know, this is, uh, I mean, I'm going to speak for myself because you guys aren't really football fans, but I, I, I'm not, I've only one other time in my life watched football at 10 a.m. So yes. as an East Coaster, you know, you're watching football at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And then as a morning show guy, like I have been for many years, you know, your Mondays start at Sunday, like at 4, 4.30, when you start getting ready for the next day's show. At least that's how I work. And so by the time the second half of games come on on Sunday, you're already in work mode and you can't enjoy the day. Uh, and then Sunday night fo- uh, football, forget about it. Like, you, oh, there's no, no way you're getting through that entire game. Nope. You're out by at least halftime. Mm-hmm. Right? What time is that game? Uh, 8.20. Oh, okay, gotcha. So East Coast time, 8.20. Mm-hmm. Yes. It, I'm not making it past 9. No, you know, not at all. I'm snoozing away. Well, the the, the damn Sunday, the Sunday night football game was over, and I started watching Criminal Minds, and I got a good hour and a half of Criminal Minds in before I went to bed. Yeah, and man. you fell asleep during football. I always do. Oh, okay. Well, it was early. The man got up and made wings. Yeah, I guess so. Which, which we'll get to later. Which we'll get to later. I've got <laughs> questions for you guys. So for me, uh, football is even earlier because I'm a college football fan because that's all we had back in Nebraska where I'm from. We don't have the closest pro teams four hours away in the Kansas City Chiefs. But my team has not been good in 23 years. And they're still. so, And they're not good yet either. <laughs> New coach, but they're not, they're not good. And so they play 11 o'clock games, which are... 9 a.m. starts out here in California. So it's going to be a lot of 9 a.m. football for me on Saturdays. I love it. You know, I was talking to uh, Kyle uh, before the show started. He was like, if you really want to get tripped out, go to Hawaii. Oh, yes. And oh, watch football. because Three the, hours behind. Yeah, so your 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 football games are starting at 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. Your second half games are starting at 10 a.m. Your Sunday night football is starting at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And you still have time to take a nap, get dinner, Go dancing, have some drinks, do whatever work you need to do for the next day, mm-hmm. and get plenty of sleep. Absolutely. That is amazing. I loved being on Hawaii time zone. Yeah. Your days felt so long. Well, that's, that. you know, I was so, our boss, uh, when I moved here, he's like, you know, a good piece of advice is try to stay on East Coast time while mm-hmm. living out here. And he's so right. You yeah. know, because if you, if you, if you stay on that that East Coast time, it feels like you do have 36 hours in a 24-hour day. Right. Absolutely. You know, I find myself, like, just not having anything to do. Uh-huh. Like, I'm bored. Right. You know, like, where did all this time, and it's still sunny outside. Yeah. Like, I can still walk outside and do something if I choose. So, uh, it was pretty cool. So, it was it was neat to uh, to experience football like that, and, uh, I, you know, it's going to be a neat season, you know, to be able to do that every Sunday, and I, I got my... 
my uh, golden scissors studio man room office all set up. It looks nice. I yeah. saw the pictures and stuff you posted. I meant to walk up there and see it in you person yesterday. Up. Yeah, I was going to say, you were, I at was my, talking too much. you were at my house and you didn't come upstairs. Yeah, because me and Rach was catching up with girl talk. I understand that. You know, but we were chatting. You missed out. Like, I got it done yesterday, or Saturday just for Sunday. Sunday. There's only one small little basket of stuff that needs to be put away. Uh-huh. Everything else, it's in its place. Minus <laughs> the fish tank. But everything else is... Where is the fish tank? It's in the garage. Oh, okay. I'm waiting. <laughs> I, fa- I found a... I found, there's there's a, a pet store in Roseville called... I think it's called Pet Club. And it's by the Goodwill and mm-hmm. the Home Depot. And they've got unique fish there. And uh-huh. I went in there one day, and they have like this... Eel shark. Hey, you were telling me about that yesterday. With it like teeth. So cool. It's like an eel. Sh- it's really cool. It's kind of pricey, uh-huh. but I'm going, you know, I mean, you you know my fish tank woes. I do. It's, you can't keep fish alive. <laughs> I can't for the that life of me. thing is horrible. And so, you know, you get excited. and I, You know, you keep upgrading the tanks. You keep upgrading the tanks. You keep upgrading the tanks. And then it gets like, they all die. They you all know, die. All these little fluorescent guys die. So I'm just going to focus on one large. Eel fish? Eel shark guy. Okay. I don't know. I've never seen it before. But it looks mean. It looks like a guy fish. It goes in regular water or salt water? Looks like, I thought it was, I think it's regular water. Okay. Yeah, but it, it's like a guy. That's the thing. I was going with girly fish. I need to go with a guy fish. No, you need to go with a fish tank that stays clean. That's what you need. I understand that. And I'm going to try. I'm okay. going to try real hard this time. <laughs> it doesn't matter about the fish. The tank. You got to get the tank right first. So uh, I hope everybody enjoyed their uh, first week of the NFL yesterday. However it is that you celebrate, it's a very ritualistic day for me. So mm-hmm. as I try to get into a new habit with the new time zone and, and doing my food and doing my grilling and all that stuff. But uh, nonetheless, it was, a, it was a good Sunday. It was a relaxing Sunday. It was fun. But I did notice uh, something during yesterday's games, and, and I, I don't know if I'm off or not, uh, but I, I, I don't think I heard much mention of what the next day was, which would be today, and that is September 11th. Now, I understand that we're 22 years removed. I understand that there are generations that have no idea the feeling of walking outside their house and not hearing an airplane in the sky for days. I get that. I understand that now it's more or less uh, in history books Mm -hmm. versus those of us that lived that day and that are one, two degrees away from somebody that unfortunately and sadly lost their lives that day. But I didn't hear much mention of it yesterday. Uh, we'll have that conversation. Tell me if I'm off. Because if I'm off, I'll just shut up and move on. But I I, I was surprised. Like, it, it bothered me. It really made me angry, to be honest with you. 916-909-0985. Give us some here. Hang on. 22 years ago today, 846 and 903 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is when... Most of us, I believe, are of age. Remember the two hijacked planes that crashed into the World Trade Center. You're waking up this morning, and either if I'm reminding you or you've already thought about it and went to bed last night, thinking about where you were and having that feeling like it was just yesterday. Then you had the two other suicide flights that crashed into the Pentagon and then in the woods in Pennsylvania Thanks to the heroes on board of that plane that supposedly allegedly deterred it from hitting the White House. Uh, That's at least how the story goes. With just under 3,000 innocent people dying in the World Trade Center attacks, 
and uh, just under 200 innocent people dying in the Pentagon attack, and then 40 died in the plane crash uh, in Pennsylvania. You know, today's that day, right? Uh, I'll be completely honest with you. I absolutely despise coming to work on this day and doing this for a living because I was on the air during 9-11, and I remember like it was yesterday, and I am, like most of you, one to two degrees away from somebody that was either killed, murdered, in the World Trade Center attacks uh, at Ground Zero or affected by it working with police, fire, first responders, uh, or just somebody that um, couldn't get past that day. Right. And, uh, and, and, you know, we're all in the same boat. Nobody's better than anybody else because of your situation. So it brings me back to the point where I closed last segment with is football yesterday. You know, uh, I didn't hear much mention that tomorrow is the anniversary. Now, I'm going to be optimistic and think that tonight during Monday Night Football, especially, you know, with the New York Jets playing, uh, that there will be, you know, something, you know, yeah. hopefully. I'm, I'm assuming it will. I just thought I'd get more mention of it yesterday. I'm not sure. I, I mean, I don't watch football, so I can't really recall years past that I have ever heard anybody say that they brought things like that up during those type of broadcasts. So I don't know. Is that normal? They Would they normally absolutely. talk about it? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. You know, right after 9-11, when we started to get back into some type of normalcy, I believe it was uh, New York and Washington was one of the first games that were played. Mm-hmm. I believe it was in Washington. And, you know, and then, of course, the, you know, uh, President Bush showing up at the Yankees game, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and you know, and, and for those that weren't around is it, it, as horrible, like, I don't want to get political on you, but as, as horrible of a time as it, it was, I mean, it was the worst, right? It just didn't get much worse than that. It, there was this feeling six months, seven, eight, nine months later that we were all one. Yes. I mean, we, it, we this country, I don't believe, has ever been that united. At least in my lifetime. I've no, never, not in mine. I've never sure. seen it. And then it was just like we went to bed one night and woke up today, you know, and, and it's horrible, right? So divided. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's the shelf life on, you know, like I, I, I wasn't around for Pearl Harbor. Right. right? So I, I don't know. You know, that's the only other thing that we can kind of use as the bar, mm-hmm. right? And, and of course, the media has changed and the way that we absorb information has changed. Like, when's the shelf life on moving past it? And do you need to move past it for some type of closure? Because just with anything, you have to go through the five steps. This is no different. And, 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 and is that part of the closure process is to not make as big of a deal as it as as we have like 10, 15 years ago? Well, I think you make a good point, Bailey, in that media has changed. So, you know, December 7th was a whole different deal when it happened because you didn't have the Pearl Harbor attacks happening on CNN. Oh, that's true. There wasn't wall-to-wall coverage like, like you brought up earlier that everybody's got that they remember when. I was in my basement, my parents' basement. I woke up and I walked upstairs and my mom goes, hey, I think a plane just hit the World Trade Center. And and so we're all confused and going, was it off course? Did something get diverted? And then in real time watching that second plane happen. Well, it seemed like before it was, it was celebrated for, not when I say celebrated, I mean celebration of life, the a, a week, 
you know, week prior. Now, yes. again, truth be told, I can't watch television during 9-11 or in the past leading up. I don't want to see – I've seen them. I don't want to see them again. The documentaries, the yep. – the, 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 I, I just can't do it. I, I just can't watch it. I, I know what I know. That's enough, and, and I move on. Uh, but, you know, I, we celebrate goofy things all the time and celebrate birthdays. I mean, there are people that stop life for Elvis's birthday and his death anniversary mm-hmm. every year, and they have for 60-whatever years. Right. We have entire months dedicated to things – to appease people, but yet the the thing that brought us together, mm-hmm. the reminder of how weak we can be uh, and how strong we can be is not, in my opinion, as time goes on, celebrate it like it should be celebrated. And, and again, when I use the word celebrate it, don't get it twisted. What I mean by is celebration of life mm-hmm. is those that innocently lost their lives when they were murdered on that day. And a, and a reminder of how we can be united as a people. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean when I say celebrate it. So I, please don't, uh, no disrespect and don't get it twisted. But just to see people in these months and these days, all these things that are, those things celebrated, why would we not recognize 9-11? I don't see a lot of like the documentaries and stuff you're talking about now. I don't see even a lot of that on TV anymore, to be honest, um, on the day either. So I think it's slowly kind of everybody's fading away from it being a big topic of discussion every year, and it's going to the history books. It, well, your 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 daughter Madison, mm-hmm. she's fifteen. Yes, it's it's a lesson in a book. It is. I'm you know I'm going to ask her about that today. I'm going to ask her about are they just learning it in school and ask her how much she actually knows about it because I've never asked her to be honest. Yeah. Well, my you know my uh, my kids is a it was a lesson in a book. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's what it was. Like, neither of your kids were alive, right? No, no. Caleb was born in 2001. Wow. Yeah, my daughter wasn't born until 2008. I went into the military because of September 11th. I wanted to ask you that. Mm-hmm. I wondered if that was your motivator for going in or if it was just because your family was had served. No, no, no. My dad forbid me to go. He didn't want me in really? the military. He told me my entire life from the time I could remember being alive that the military is not a place for a woman. So he was actually pretty angry with me when I signed up. Well, yeah. how wrong he was. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you now. <laughs> Rub that in daddy's face, why don't you? <laughs> you know, but, you know, today today is a day that whether you, you know, lived it like most of us, I think most of the audience did, uh, but I also think it's it's important to, you know, to have a few minutes with with your with your kids, right? Mm-hmm. And and explain to them in a firsthand. I don't have time to take the call. That's fine. In a, in a firsthand account of what you experienced and and the feelings that you had. I mean, again, that like, the the eerie feeling of walking outside and not hearing a thing. Exactly. Right. Not hearing a like we don't realize the, the noises. Feel. The, the the airplanes that fly over, even just one, mm-hmm. we don't even see it. We don't hear it. Well, yep. until, until that day and they're not there anymore. Until there's not any in the air and then Air Force One flies over you because Omaha has the Strategic Air Command where I'm from. So it's like one of the places they say if the Russians were going to bomb us, that would get a bomb dropped. Mm-hmm. It was his it was President Bush's second stop that day. Yeah. He left Florida and came to uh, came to Omaha. Wow. He was at Booker Middle School, Sarasota, Florida. God. That's where he was. When uh, the the man leaned over and whispered in his ear. Right. That's such a chilling shot when you go back and watch that. Yeah. 
And supposedly when, you know, he was back in, I think, the Oval Office or whatnot, he said something to the effect of, like, that mf -er did it or something like that. And I was like, good for you. That just humanized. And that speech yeah. that he gave, the one at Dead or Alive, one of the, in my opinion, politics aside, because I was never a big Bush fan, one of the best speeches a president's ever given. Mm -hmm. When you have both sides of the aisle standing up and applauding, I mean, pfft, that's the way it should be. Absolutely, all the time. Every Absolutely, every single time. All right, first round of headlines. Nikki D, what you got? There's some big news in the tennis world, and I'm going to tell you what was lost but now found at an airport. Two big stories from today getting learned here in just a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines, read all about it, baby. Extra, extra, read all about it. Headlines. Well, another side note to today being the 22nd anniversary of 9-11 when posting, remember, R-E-M-E-M-B-E-R. <laughs> that goes for us as well. <laughs> we are the third place so far this morning that I've seen not spelling remember correctly. Again, R-E-M, just like the band, E-M-B-E-R. Remember. It's correct. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> now it is. Check the edit log. <laughs> All right. First round of headlines. Thanks to our friends at Good Guys Heating and Air. 530 Good Air. 530 Good Air. Nikki D. A tennis player cut a promo after a huge win. H1. Honestly, thank you to the people who didn't believe in me. Uh, two weeks ago, I won a thousand title, and people were saying that was the biggest it was going to get. Honestly, to those who thought we're who, those who thought who were putting water on my fire, you're really adding gas to it. And now I'm really burning so bright right now. That was Coco Goff. She became the first American to win the U.S. Open since Sloane Stevens in 2017. And that was her there giving her speech afterwards. You know, they asked you all the questions. And one of the things that she said, she just wanted to give a shout-out in her words to all of the people who hated on her and doubted her. And apparently she received a lot of negativity because she was so young in the sport. And she proved everybody wrong. She's one of the sweetest people you could ever possibly meet. I've met her a few different occasions. She's extremely talented. And uh, she's going to carry the flag for that sport, I think, for years to come, which is really cool. But that, uh, as you said, Nikki D, cutting the promo. Yeah. <laughs> you know that she rehearsed that in her head. She did. <laughs> because she was trying to remember it word for word. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's why she had the little hiccup Step. in there. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> her promos are uh, scripted. <laughs> right. Well, she had it in there. Yeah, and then Novak Djokovic, uh, who won on the men's side of things. So, uh, if you're a tennis fan, whatnot. But you know, it, it's it's cool to see you know an American win a big American tournament for mm -hmm. whatever sport. You know, for an international sport, I should say. Right. You know, I mean that's. That's that's the good stuff, right? I thought it was so cute. I saw the video of her at that same event when she was just a little girl yeah. a couple years ago dancing, dancing in, in the stands, stands. Yeah. and now she's a winner. Like I just got goosebumps watching the video. Even though I, I'm not a tennis fan, it's just I like a good story, and that her story is great. Yeah, and you should. Her story is great, but the you know it's it, it, when you have international sports and like football's not an international sport. Basketball, you know, for the most part's not an international sport. Mm -hmm. Baseball. Not an international sport. Unfortunately, it's an international sport, but not an inter You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, like, when you get 
sports like golf mm-hmm. or tennis, soccer, soccer, yep. right? Soccer definitely not an American sport, <laughs> and you see Americans excel. And there's nothing wrong with that. So, like as a tennis fan and as a tennis guy hosting a, you know, for the most part, big tennis tournament back in Atlanta for many many years, I've always said that about these types of you know, lily white vanilla sports mm-hmm. like tennis is that you have to, I say this about all sports, you have to have the, the storyline, right? Right, absolutely. So why not, if you're in America, you pit the American versus whomever, mm-hmm. right? It, like the, the imaging and the production that goes into it. They don't do that. There's nothing wrong with that. You pull a Rocky. Come on, Rock. Let's get to work. Right, you root for your team. Root for your people. Right. Not roofie them, but you root for them. Right. Well, yes. You don't want to roofie your team like Nikki D just said. I but did you... not say roofie. I said root for I your team. Know. And that's how you win. You bring Nikki D <laughs> yes. in with a bag of pills and she roofies the team. <laughs> that's the American way. Yes. No, it's not. <laughs> All right. Second story. The power of a story has found a lost pooch. H2. Back here now and imagine this you're traveling internationally with your dog and you get separated and then the airline responsible for your pet says that they don't know where it is and they stop responding to your calls this was a story uh, i covered on friday about a lost dog that took place in one of the biggest airports in the country which is hartsville jackson in atlanta well since that story ran on friday it got a lot of press i'm sure a lot of people were talking about it not just us well they have somehow found this woman's dog as of Saturday. I think they found it. They said the dog was hiding near the North Cargo facility. So this dog had been running around the airport for almost a month. And the lesson to be learned here is that you should air tag your dog. Yes. Put an air tag. I got air tags on all my dogs in case they were actually. So I was walking my, this was a couple months ago and uh, I I guess it came off of uh, Petunia's collar. Mm Mm-hmm. And so just randomly, like, I got a notification. It's like, you're away from Petunia. Mm-hmm. And she was in my lap. I'm like, no, I'm not away from Petunia. <laughs> <laughs> so I go, you know, I look on my phone and it's got a little doggy face and mm-hmm. it's on the street over. And I'm like, no, this is I'm like, am I getting Mr. Jinx here? Is oh, this like God, a fake no. dog? So my spray paint or what's going on? And then I, I figured it out that it fell, off. it fell off of her collar. So I was walking around. And you can make a sound on the air tag. Uh-huh. It'll just place it. So I'm trying to play the sound and find it, uh-huh. but I can't find it. So I'm thinking it's in somebody's house, in somebody's room, in somebody's possession. And every time I walk around the neighborhood, I hit the play thing. And it turns on. And it turns it on. And I was hoping somebody would be smart enough to walk outside and say, is this your air tag? You got your air tag. They're you forgot not. your air tag, sir. I don't like those air tags. When I had the one in your case that I was using, everywhere I went, it just kept sending me notifications. I'm like, I don't like this thing. I'm giving him his bag back immediately because I feel like I'm being tracked everywhere I go. Oh, I'm tired of getting these messages. I had to get that thing out of my car. Nikki D <laughs> thought I did it on purpose. I know she did. <laughs> she thought out that I was, she was just because I'm a big surveillance guy she thought i was tracking her so i loaned her my hard shell case (laughs) for her equipment when she went to Hawaii and she was you know doing the show and and it's tucked it's kind of hidden i never saw it it, it's it's hidden for a reason right in case somebody steals it and and she texts me why are you tracking me Uh (laughs) sending me screenshots i'm like what are you i wasn't gonna say anything i told rach i go oh man I think Nikki thinks I go. I feel bad actually. Uh-huh. I was like, I really am not, but there's no way she's going to believe me. No. <laughs> I'm not going to lose your stuff. I'm responsible. Nine uh, one. I didn't care about my stuff. I cared about you. I wanted yeah. to know what you were doing. Yeah. 
keep tabs on you, you crazy kid. 916-909-0985. You can use that on the phone. You can use that on the text machine. I guess uh, we have to have a conversation about rules. And you know I like my rules. I've got a list. Of being a passenger in someone's car because someone in this room broke rules. the unwritten rules mm-hmm. that we have not come up with yet. But <laughs> this rule, I will agree, was broken, even though it doesn't exist. Well, then how can the rule be broken? Well, spoiler alert. Now everybody knows who it is. <laughs> All right, give us a minute here. Hang on. Welcome back. It's the BS. My name is Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Good morning. 916-909-0985. You can use that for the phones. Also, the text machine. Was this uh, leaving my house yesterday when this whole thing took place, you two? Yes, this mm-hmm. was after we left your house. You drove? Yes, I drove. I picked Nelson up. All right. What did he do? So we were leaving. We're heading back in the car, what doing what do? I do. What you know what I'm question. saying? What? <laughs> Listening to some music, 98 Rock, Green Day, my fave. All of a sudden, Nelson says, hey, I want I want to uh, play a song or hear a song. And I'm like, okay, but we're listening to a song. And he proceeds <laughs> to take his phone and connect it to my uh Your Bluetooth, aux. Right. Yeah. So that he can put on a song. And I'm like, you don't do that in people's car. Like, I'm driving. Yeah. I'm the driver. Yeah. I choose what we listen to. I choose the temperature <laughs> in the car. I agree. I choose where Hot. the car goes and doesn't go. Yeah. I Amen. rule all the things in my car. Preach. So I'm like, <laughs> is this a thing that he doesn't know? Isn't this etiquette in everybody's car? You don't just get in people's car and change their music. Is it a geo thing? I don't know. In Nebraska, maybe they don't do that when they're horse and bugging it around right. town. <laughs> they just get in people's car and take over. That's Nelson. You know, I, I agree with everything you said, Nikki D. Everything you said. But I find it hard to believe that you subscribe to those rules when you are the passenger in someone else's car. No, I do subscribe to those rules when I'm in somebody else's car. I get in the car, I sit down, and I don't touch anything. Okay. Well, I, I don't think I've ever had you as a passenger in my car before. I've rode in your car a million times. I didn't have a car when we moved here. Okay, well, let me finish. Okay. Except for those times when... <laughs> <laughs> We've ridden together more here yeah, than yeah, yeah, ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was getting there. I was, <laughs> no, I was talking about prior. Oh, uh, okay. I was like 10 years ago. Right. We never drove together. 10 years ago. Oh, 10 years ago. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so I get in your car, I sit down, and I don't touch anything. No, you're right. Yeah, you you, you didn't do that. No. That, that would annoy me, too. Yes. It would annoy me, too. Now, did you call uh, Mr. Nelson out on this, baby man? Baby man screw up. So I always call him out on things, and he's like, what? What? I, what? I just want to show you the song. We, we've been listening to this. You've heard Green Day yet? He, like, he starts going crazy like he does when you correct him on something. <laughs> Wow. All right, okay, baby, baby man, you st- you were very patient. <laughs> Thank you. Waiting your turn, but let me say this before you go. <laughs> this is an observation I actually made last week, is that when you get upset and baby man get angry, mm-hmm. baby man crawls in shell and doesn't really say much. And I think you're more terrified of Nikki D than you are of me. I mean, at least that's the rumor. <laughs> Yeah, the me thing, not her. <laughs> and it's, I think Nikki D has, has owned you because she pays for everything. I don't own him. Don't say that. I don't know. I am feel. I, do. Okay. I help him. Hold on. Anytime you guys go out, do you pay for everything? Most of the time, yes. So, Nikki D owns you. <laughs> You're not incorrect. Baby with, man, not fighting. With that being said, I need some honesty from you. Is this how this whole thing went down? 
Yeah, it is. But I, baby man, <laughs> baby man thought we were friends first up. Okay. <laughs> baby man has what do they call it Stockholm syndrome. What's the what's the one where, where you, you get, fall in love with the cat? Fall in love with yeah, Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> baby man has Stockholm syndrome. But I have been, I have been, I've been on an uptick. Okay, I've mm-hmm. been, I've been going through some changes. And what I wanted to share with her was a song that was all about that, which is a Tool song. And I know she doesn't get exposed to a lot of Tool outside of this radio station. We do work with you. Uh, well, that's fair. <laughs> but she's the one that's all spiritual and find messages and find. Hidden meanings. Yeah. And so I've been really listening to this song, 46 and 2, by Tool, because it's a song about changing. I don't think you were in the car for that long of a period of time <laughs> to listen to the entire song. Well, we didn't get any of the song, because she shut that down quick. Well, the the simplistic rules would be, you don't do that. No. no. Ever. All right. Let's know. No. All right. Um, the AC, the vents. That's another thing. He's always hot, so he gets in the car like, oh, it's hot. I'm sweating. Like, relax. It is not that hot in here. I'm not turning the air down no more because I'm cold. So roll the window down or something. You'll be all right. Do you not have dual? I do have the sink button, but he he wants it so cold that even the sink doesn't work because it's so cold on his side that now I'm cold. So I don't even do that. I don't give him the option no more. No. Uh, The feet on the dashboard. Don't oh. do that. That's a no-no. He couldn't get his feet up there anyway, but I no, agree. you never put your feet on people's dashboards. Maybe let baby man say that. You don't got to attack. <laughs> attack <laughs> well, just saying. as the moderator of this conversation, <laughs> that makes two of you. <laughs> because I've seen Nikki D jump and she barely cleared my Amex. Listen, I would never put my feet on a dash anyway, so they don't have to go up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, don't touch the horn. I've had people in my car do that. I know that might sound ridiculous on this list, but I've had people reach over in my car and blow my horn. I'm yeah. like, are you crazy? Yeah. Because something that the person in front of me was doing. Mm-hmm. They get they get more angry than you. Exactly. You're not even driving. Uh-huh. Insane. Don't go through someone else's glove box. Oh, never. Yeah. Unless I ask you. Like, sometimes I say, hey, can you hand me a napkin out of there? But I have had people, Nelson hasn't done it to his credit, but I have had people get in my car and just open up my glove box. Like, hello, privacy? <laughs> there, you know, there are certain things you just don't do as a passenger or, and when I say passenger, I'm not talking just shotgun. I'm talking backseat back passenger. Backseat as well, yep. I've tried to explain this to my daughter and my daughter's friends prepping her for when she started to drive you know two years ago and she kind of gets it now Mm -hmm. but she'll leave she'll still get in my truck she'll still leave her starbucks cup she'll leave a wrapper something that was on the uh on you know on the back seat she'll put on the floor like my hoodie or something like that like you just can't do that that's just bad riding etiquette i don't know if you're ever gonna be able to teach these kids that my daughter leaves everything in my car and it drives me insane and i've yelled i've screamed i've kicked i've done everything it doesn't matter now i saw a video that youtube posted on our social media yesterday at listen to the bs (laughs) and i believe i got the gist of it that you nikki d were eating a chocolate bar i was okay but i don't like chocolate but you don't like chocolate no okay so what was the 
What's that face? No, I'm just like, I don't understand how she doesn't. She got a whole king-size chocolate bar. Yeah, it's a big one. <laughs> no chocolate. She was eating the almonds out of it. And you proceeded to point out that they just sell the almonds alone. <laughs> yeah, you get them. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, the- can I have a lettuce? I mean, can I have a salad? No lettuce, uh-huh. just a lot of a lot of tomatoes. Uh-huh. You know, you can just get a bowl of tomatoes, right? Yeah, and you're in a state that's like famous for its almonds. Yeah, like all the advertising you see everywhere is California almonds. Mm-hmm. But she likes that they've been lightly flavored by chocolate. <laughs> yeah, that's what I like. Well, you know, you can get probably. Lightly flavored almonds <laughs> <laughs> by themselves. Oh or I can just eat them out of the, the chocolate bar. It's not a big deal. Nelson, it just blew so him he, away. Did he eat the chocolate? No, I threw it in trash. You threw it? Okay. That's baby <laughs> man didn't feel like he could ask for the chocolate, but baby man wanted to. That's true. So back to the things you can and cannot do while passengering in someone else's car. I would say uh, in the same breath, there are certain snacks that I'm not a fan of anyone eating in my car, unless right. we're on a road trip, mm-hmm. right? Unless we're on a road trip. But there are certain snacks, uh, and there's certain a tier of passenger. Yep. Right? Yep. Like, my wife, she obviously can get away with anything, and I can't yeah. say anything. Mm-hmm. And she a- does a lot of bad things. <laughs> like a juicy pickle. Didn't she eat, like, a pickle out of a bag? That girl was down in a pickle on her cross-country road trip, and I thought that was the strangest thing to eat on a road trip. Yeah. Pickles are good snacks. That's the thing you eat on a road trip. I've... You eat the pickle and drink the Look, juice. I'm Delish. 48 years old. I've seen a lot. <laughs> Never seen somebody eat a pickle on a road trip before. I do. I do. Okay. One of the things I buy. Well, so there's certain tier of friends. Mm-hmm. Like Nelson wouldn't be in your top tier of friends. No, he's the second tier. Second tier. Oh, yeah. right. Second tier. Second tier close to the third mm-hmm. tier. Right. I'd agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> so there's certain snacks that you wouldn't allow. <laughs> Look. If, if anybody listening right now thinks that's a mean thing to say, bite my ass. You know damn well you have a tier of friends, right? You, it, It's like a roster move. You have got your know, next man up. That's the philosophy, <laughs> next man up. If somebody in that second tier just ain't cutting it, next man up. Right. That's true. You'll okay. spend a little bit more time on that top tier. Yeah. That doesn't mean they can't get cut, dude. When they Absolutely. When they turn 29 and they start fumbling the ball, they're out of here. They're out. It's time. It, it's draft time. <laughs> got to get new friends. Got to get new friends. Absolutely. So he's that bottom Two, three. He's like your fifth, sixth round pick in a fantasy football draft. I'm a flex. He's a fl- yeah. He's a he's a he's a borderline flex guy. <laughs> he couldn't get away with eating a chocolate, just the almonds out of a chocolate bar and no, throwing no, away no, the no. chocolate. He'd have to eat the whole thing. Right. He has to eat it all. I have to see him put it in his mouth. No crumbs spilling because Nelson has a spillage problem. So yeah, no. Oh, no. tell me about it. <laughs> Wow! Did you just yeah. tee him up for I it? I did not. I'm just. We're talking about my car. That's all we're talking about is my car. Lucky well. for you, I'm about to go to break, and I'm going to bring that up later <laughs> in the show. I told yeah, you, no. didn't I? Y- you did. I thought you were. I thought you were selling me on out. No, because I was not. I'm talking about my car. That's it. I told her yesterday. I bet my whole paycheck that he was going to bring up. What you what did? What you're going to bring up? Mm-hmm. 
I've seen your paycheck. There's some bets you take and there's some bets you don't. <laughs> you keep that. You, you hold on to it. Yeah. I don't have time for this bet. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. How about I just give you double of what you make and we call it a day? <laughs> I take it. Uh, what about car owners? Uh, so I was I was reading a story. This guy is a big YouTube guy, and he owns a certain vehicle, and he says everyone with this vehicle hates each other, mm. which I did not know when it came to this car. I know that there is a class, right? There's certain car owners, brand loyal, specific people right. that dislike other people. I know mm-hmm. that. I get that. And then there are certain people that are supposed to be I think this state aside, but they're supposed to be on the same team when you're driving. I see a little bit of that with my vehicle, a little, little bit of that with my vehicle, because I believe that I am profiled uh-huh. and stereotyped of what type of person I am because of what type of vehicle I drive. I can tell you about the people with these vehicles. They don't like each other and they tell on each other. The one that I'm going to bring up? Yep. Okay. Well, I can tell you right now, the vehicle that you drive Mm-hmm. I've learned to not like those drivers. Jeez. Just after moving here to California. Dang. And it's never been like that before. I love my vehicle. It's the uh, old saying in uh, the movie This is 40 where Paul Rudd goes, it's always the person in the blank in infinity. <laughs> 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 All right, 916-909-0985. We'll continue this conversation if you'd like to be a part of it here in a minute. Hey. One of the most underappreciated bands of all time in the rock industry, that would be Bush. Agreed. Never get into the Hall of Fame, unfortunately. Just what, a crime. One of my favorite bands, by the way. One of my favorite uh, lead singers. And one of the best to do it, Gavin Rossdale. I know. No, normally when that song comes on, you do all the crazy singing to it. I know. I love it. Mm-hmm. Remember where I was when I bought 16 Stone. Same day I bought uh, Soul Asylum's Grave Dancers Union. Same place, same time, and listened to it until there were scratches all over those CDs. Mm-hmm. What was the place? Uh, I, it was a record store at the corner of the Sarasota Square Mall. Oh, okay, gotcha. In Sarasota, Florida. I don't know. It was like one of those off. You know, it wasn't. It was like a Tower Records or a Peaches. It was like a it, it, was, it wasn't even. It was like Bills. Gotcha. You know, <laughs> <laughs> those are the best. <laughs> but it's like part of that '90s. You know, that those '90s bands that weren't part of the. Uh, big bump in the grunge. Mm-hmm. They were post kind of grunge that just bridged the gap between that and then the pop revolution of the boy bands in the late 90s and the early 2000s. Right. You can say the same thing about Candlebox, Soul Asylum. You can say that those bands that were right in that little window uh-huh. will never get the appreciation that they deserve. Right. Unfortunately. Because they just, uh, they, they wrong wrong place, wrong time. I don't think he cares, to be honest with you. But he's like my rock crush, for those mm-hmm. that don't know. And it's, it's a long, long story, and I've told it <laughs> numerous times, but and I'm not going to tell it now, but it was just very awkward situation the first time I ever met him and that I've met him and interviewed him numerous times, and for some reason I get weak in the knees. <laughs> Every time. He has nice hair. Every time. I don't know. This is like the only guy in the world, not that intimidates me, but I get weird around. I don't know what it is. It's so odd. All right, uh, back to this car situation with Nikki D and Nelson. So Nikki D believes that there are rules when you're passengering in a car. I agree with her 110%. Yep. Nelson broke those rules by trying to play with her radio. Mm-hmm. And now is there a punishment for him? 
there wasn't a punishment. I just did not let him, you know, change my music. Now, I was keeping him out of my car. I, I punished him when he tore it up when I first got it. He tore my little running thing up, and it's still tore up. Yeah. But now I've been a little bit. He's got this knack mm-hmm. for just ruining things. He does. I don't know how he did it. And he doesn't do it on purpose. He doesn't. It wasn't on purpose, but he did it. It's like a dog with three legs that's got a cone on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's really accurate, actually. Doesn't mean to knock over the lamp, but does it? He does. <laughs> Just so damn excited. <laughs> treat snacks, treat snacks, treat snacks. Uh, okay, are you sure it's not you overreacting? Because here's the thing, and uh, to the story that I was uh, I was referencing before we went in the break. Mm-hmm. There's this guy on YouTube. His name's Lee. He goes by the Mac Master, and he's got you know in the six figures of subscribers. So I guess he's a deal. He talks about travel and leisure and all that stuff. And so he did this piece on EV mm-hmm. vehicles and EV owners. Mm-hmm. And he says that anybody that's got an EV car hates each other. He's right. Tesla really? people hate Tesla people. If you've got a, you know, the new Ford, which is badass, by the way, uh, the new Mustang, you automatically hate other people with EV cars. Yep. So what I've learned, and I didn't know this until I moved out here. People that drive Hondas, specifically Honda Accords, mm-hmm. real pain in the ass. Why is that? I don't know. I love my car. You tell me. It used to be those that drove the uh, Infinities. Yes. And now I found out that it's the. I know that I'm stereotyped and profiled because I'm a truck guy. Every car I have is profiled. They said that about my Altima. Yeah, I think the Nissan, uh, you pretty much are. You're 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 in the clear. Now Nissan Altimos were profiled as being ratchet. You're ratchet if you had one of those cars. Mm. Well, I mean, I know what that means, but what does that mean for a person? You're ratchet. Like you're you're kind of ghetto, low class. You act wild. You're loud. My daughter drives an Altima. I'm just telling you. And my daughter is not ratchet. That's the profile if you have a Nissan Altima. I've never heard that. Now I've heard mm-hmm. the profile about a Dodge Charger. <laughs> I don't know about that one. Oh yes, you do. <laughs> Your daughter does have some ratchet friends, though. No, she does not. What about that one that's wild? You said the one's a real wild child. Who? <laughs> he didn't say that on air. Huh. And no. <laughs> Never mind. Let's talk about you coming over to my house. Let's <laughs> <laughs> change the subject. <laughs> my mistake. <laughs> the Dodge Charger stereotype right. is it's going to be a black guy, usually high. And it's probably got drugs or guns. And driving fast. And driving fast. Mm-hmm. And they're getting pulled over because why? Because they have a charger. No, nope, because the windows are too dark. Oh, I said because the windows are tinted. Oh. windows are too dark. Because mm-hmm. the windows are tinted. If you drive a truck. Now, see here. Here's the thing with truck people. Uh, and I love my truck. Truck people support each other. At least they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. I see a little bit of that. And uh, I, I saw more in the South than I do here. But, you know, because we're all in this stereotype of, you know, we're rednecks, rednecks. and uh you know <laughs> we've got you know for some reason flying an american flag on your car you're 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 a certain oh you're trash at you're that tra- point. which i don't understand at all it's like right. god forbid you're patriotic you jesus live in a trailer park. oh my god you support law enforcement <laughs> oh you horrible human being you're huh. such a low class individual <laughs> yeah so that's the stereotype with the truck people mm-hmm. right uh now what do you even drive I drive a crossover vehicle, basically. It's like a Dodge Journey, so it's a halfway between an SUV and a minivan. 
Okay, so Nelson drives a vehicle that no one knows. <laughs> so they just, <laughs> the stereotype for Nelson would be like, oh, that's sweet. One of those charities gave that guy a car. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. He has kind of like a mom car, but it's it's not mom a material. fun mom car. So if EV people hate other EV people, which I've never heard before. They do, and it's because of the charging. I wonder, I was going to ask that. Is it because they're in it's a because, battle to charge their cars? Yep, that's why they hate each other. Because when I worked at the hotel, we had a charging station for those cars. And every single day, somebody walked up to me to tell that somebody was parked in the space and they weren't charging their car. Every day. Okay. I don't know the answer to it. Does This guy doesn't give the answer. So if that's what you're saying, I'll buy into it. That was, that's why they hate each other, because well, of the charging. Well, the stereotype also for EV people are, you know, you're the kind of hippie, pompous, you're better than everybody else kind of thing. You're saving the world. You're saving the world. Mm-hmm. And those that aren't with you are against you. Mm-hmm. Right? It's that it's that type of deal. Yeah. Uh, I, I have Corvette, Corvette people love each other. Yes. They definitely, they got clubs and everything. Saturn people love each other. Yes, they, they do. Have, they have a barbecue every once in a while. <laughs> but I've heard people with Lamborghinis dislike each other. I can see High-end sports cars, not that I ever could afford one. Right. But high-end, sp- and by the way, a side note here, if you have the money to afford a car like that, why do you buy these cars in the ugliest colors? Right. Like, you have to go just straight up in your face black. No, they want to be flashy. Or straight up in your face red or straight up in your face white. But I see these odd Skittle-like colors. And I'm yeah. going, you just spent $150,000 on a vehicle. And it's orange, uh, orange um, <laughs> yeah. lime colored, uh-huh. sherbet colored. Or it's that chameleon paint. paint. Yeah. And it looks ridiculous. So, uh, have you heard that? High-end sports car people dislike each other. Just, I did not know that. Just like I'm assuming, just like this guy says, EV people. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? I feel like this is the group that loves each other the most, though. Jeeps. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. The they Jeep- put ducks on each other's cars. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, Jeep people love each other. But you've got to be a Wrangler. Like, you can't have a, a Grand Cherokee and then try and hobnob with the Wranglers. Don't put a duck on a Wrangler, if you're driving a Jeep Grand Cherokee, they will turn their nose up at you. Yeah, I don't. My daughter is dying to get a Jeep. Yeah, she is. She was jumping up and down yesterday, telling me she was getting a Jeep. <laughs> she's, oh, she's, she's getting one. Yeah. Oh. So oh, you didn't you. know? I did not. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was looking for my Amex this morning. And... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> well, we had a deal with this place, and I was like, dude, I got to buy you know two, three vehicles from here or something, and. Sold. Just, just disappeared. I don't know what happened. I was like, I, I got ducks ready to go, dude. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't know that. Did she tell you that yesterday? Yeah. Huh. This is my family just Spoiler doesn't communicate right. with me. I think you can call Experian and have your credit put on hold. Like I think you can put a block on. Huh? I mean, she she didn't say she's going to get it tomorrow. She was just speaking in the future. You know what? Yeah. I wouldn't doubt if her and her mother, because they're sneaky sons of bitches. <laughs> right. I wouldn't doubt if they've got one locked up in a storage unit. <laughs> And they and they like while I'm at work they go drive around. <laughs> I swear to God they are so damn sneaky those two. Honey, why did a case of ducks come to the house today? Don't worry about it. You know what? That would not shock. You know what else wouldn't shock me? That they go to pick up her other husband. <laughs> they got a whole other family. No, they don't. <laughs> She's got a, another brother and they got other dogs. <laughs> <laughs> they all drive jeeps. <laughs> Actually, her new husband is the GM of a Jeep dealership. <laughs> so 
Sons of Bitches, Jeeps, and Dodge. You're a lifetime <laughs> movie. <laughs> Guarantee that's what's going on. I'm going to start snooping. Oh, I'm going to oh start looking around. <laughs> I'm going to break them. <laughs> Wife's getting railed by a Jeep dealership guy. <laughs> You're overreacting. It's not, that, it's not that deep. I'm getting the Rubicon. Oh, those are cool. No, the con. Oh. It's a con. I thought you were actually it was getting a joke. One. No. no it was a pun. <laughs> Damn, I thought you were really getting one. I wanted to ride in your Rubicon. You just Rubicon to me. Nikki, I, I can't talk to dumb people anymore. I'm talking to you again. All right. Are you S- talking to me again? Second round. Yeah, just wait. Just wait. All right. Second round of headlines. What do you got? I want to tell you why a yoga class was interrupted by the police and what shocking allegations a wrestler made. All right. Get you those two big stories from today in a minute. Hey. Stand by for news. Headlines. Here we go. Second round of headlines. Thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. Good Guys Heating Cooling.com on your talkie box. Good Guys Heating Cooling.com. All right, Nikki D. Meditation was confused for murder. H3. If you've ever attended a yoga class, you likely know it usually ends with students lying on the floor in meditation. Yes, it does. <laughs> a group of people were out. This took place in Britain. They were out walking their dogs 9.30 p.m. at night. They look through a window and they see a bunch of people laying on the ground where immediately these people thought it was some type of mass murder in some cult that had taken place. So they called the police and said they witnessed a mass murder. That's well, sweet. the police descends on this yoga class and, and the people are just laying down meditating, which is what you do in yoga. So the yoga instructor had to put out a post on Facebook to tell everybody there was no murder that took place here. We were just doing yoga. How many times have you seen a group of people in a mass murder, mass suicide in the down dog position? <laughs> God, it's the oddest man. This is the oddest cult ever. All their all their asses are up and their faces are down and they all died on mats. Right. <laughs> I'm calling the police. <laughs> they all took their shoes off before they decided to drink the Kool-Aid. That was very, very sweet. Uh, well, that's see. You joke and you go you, overreaction, right? Yeah, they none of your being business. Too nosy. Too busy. This is a case of being too nosy. There's nothing wrong with being too nosy. Yes, it is. There, not, not in a situation like that. It's be, did you did you not grow up with your parents or a teacher or somebody going? It's better to be safe than sorry. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's what that is. Not p- people aren't like that anymore. Unfortunately, there there was what did I I saw this was also I think in the UK there was a cop. That was because they don't carry guns, right? Right. You know, so the cop was getting his ass kicked by the bad guy, mm-hmm. and three or four bystanders came up and they ran like right up on this this fight. This scr- they're on the ground rolling around on the concrete on the mm-hmm. sidewalk, and I'm going, okay, well they're going to help the cop. They got right up on the fight and pulled out their phones to record it. To record it. That's what everyone does now. And chanting and hooting and hollering. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, you've got to be kidding me. See, this is your opportunity to be a hero. Yes. But it's things like that that you need to intervene on and people don't. And then it's things like these people doing yoga that you need to mind your business and people are nosy. People have it wrong and they have it flipped. They need to flip it back. Help when help is needed and mind your business when you need to mind your business. But you don't know. I mean, you know why they were looking because those women were wearing those yoga pants. <laughs> mm, amen. And guys' eyes can't quit that. No. I mean, that is the best Besides the iPhone and the microwave, uh-huh. the yoga pant is the best 
Invention. Invention ever. Okay, I can give you Just one that. pant, by the way. Right, just one pant. <laughs> just one pant. <laughs> and if you ask my wife, it's the one with the pockets on the side. Oh, you uh-huh. got to have the pockets. got to have the pockets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, second story. Be sure when throwing out accusations that they are valid. H4. Thriller Matt Riddle actually took to Instagram to state that he was sexually assaulted at the New York JFK airport. Matt Riddle is a wrestler, if you're not aware of who he is, and he was coming back from somewhere going through JFK, and he was frisked down. The reasoning, according to the officers, and this is by TMZ, is that they got a call, said that somebody was unruly on a plane, so they had to meet the person getting off the plane. The person was him. They frisked him. They said everything was fine. They let him go. And now, shockingly, he put up a picture of this police officer on Instagram and said that the guy sexually assaulted him, and they are now investigating it. So Matt Riddle's a wrestler for the WWE. And so this is kind of, uh, this is an interesting story. So, mm-hmm. you know, if we were to speculate, one could speculate maybe he had a few too many drinks. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe he rubbed one of the flight attendants the wrong way, mm-hmm. no pun intended, so on and so forth. Gets off the plane, they got to do one of these these things. Now, mm-hmm. on the other side, and we've all been probably frisked down by TSA. Yes. I don't know who gave them the power to grope my wife's breasts or to grab my crotch, but I've got a problem with that because I've got very little respect for TSA. Mm-hmm. I just do. I, I don't think they have the right people in those positions. They should be ex-law enforcement. They should be ex-military. People that have a background, not some 18-year-old punk ass that's looking for a part-time gig that doesn't give a damn about who comes and goes. Right. So what gives these people the power to grope up and down? I don't trust them. Well, they have the power to do that because they have to make sure that you don't have weapons. This is the same no, type. I, get, I know why they're there. Yeah. I just, like, if a cop does it with their training, I'm going to feel a little bit better because they've... They've got the training mm-hmm. to do it. Well, TSA is trained to do that, too. They, they yeah. don't just throw them out there and say rub people up and what down. What kind of training are they? Online, probably, right? No, Remember? no. They go, through, they go through actual training. Even their hiring process takes a while. It's, it's not instantaneous to work for TSA. It's a process. It's oh. a 20-minute video that they have to sit through. Is it? Mm-hmm. We want to put the extra and extraordinary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll be complaining if they didn't do their job thoroughly and then somebody damn right carded a knife through and they're growing so that's right they have to i gotta wait for that story to take the other side of this right yeah i want to be a hypocrite well mm-hmm. i'm not i'm just telling you they gotta do their job so they're gonna look into this and see what happened to him you should be able to pick the person you want to frisk you well right. they normally have women on women men on men well i understand that yeah but i don't swing that you one. want a particular man to frisk you <laughs> maybe okay we'll request it next time i'd like it last guy that frisked me was not attractive at all <laughs> And he kept looking in my eyes and breathing heavy in my ears. And, I mean, look, if I'm going to swing that way just at least for a couple minutes, oh. I should be able to pick. They always act yes. like they're afraid to pat me down when they have to. I'd so be they afraid barely too. touch me. And I should be able to pat them back down. No, you shouldn't. Ooh, a little reciprocation. <laughs> if, you, All that if, you, if you feel like you've got the power to touch my stuff, then I can touch your stuff. It's fair. Fair is fair. You're we're, never going to make that plane. Or we, or we touch the stuff together. <laughs> You're just going to be stuck in the airport. <laughs> All right. This is a really, really cool. Farm to fire to fork. September 23rd, Capitol Mall Green, Sacramento. I got a pair of passes if you're interested. Uh, and I hope you are because this is uh, local craft beers, great barbecue, a special performance. Uh, all brought to you by California Craft Brewers, uh, Craft, excuse me, Brewers Association. 
Special performance by Lindsay L. She's a country music artist. Additional entertainment from uh, DJ Oasis, who we work with here, and Amador Sons. But the big kicker is an exclusive evening with Food Network's Tyler Florence. And this is going to get you in the door. This is very, very cool. you got to be 21 or up to win this. this I mean, you can only imagine the weather's going to be awesome, food, yep. drinks, the whole nine. And we want to take care of you uh, with everything here. So we'll do a round of generally speaking. Nelson goes out and asks a person mm-hmm. or journalist some basic generation-based questions. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do is yay or nay their answers with the help from the lovely Nikki D. It's that simple. 916-909-0985. Whoever has the most points at the end of the segment wins. If you get it right, you get a point. If not, a point goes to your competition. Again, 916-909-0985. Start lining up. Need some players. Generally speaking, here next thing. Hey, Boomer. Think you know your millennial stuff? Uh, pokey what? What about you, Gen Xer? Ready to drop some knowledge? Eh, bite me. It's time to play Generally Speaking on the BS. Welcome back to the program. It's the BS. My name is Jason Bailey. There is Nikki D, and there is Nelson. Our buddy Kyle is in the other room, doing a tremendous job. Mm-hmm. Farm to Fire to Fork, September 23rd. This is an absolutely amazing event. We've got tickets for this all week long. September 23rd, Capital Mall Green, Sacramento. We're talking amazing barbecue, local craft beers, special performances, all brought to you by California Craft Brewers Association. Uh, exclusive evening with Food Network's Tyler Florence, which if you're a foodie like myself, that's real cool. Performance from Lindsay L., big country uh, artist, and additional entertainment from local artists like DJ Oasis, yep. our friend in the building, and uh, Amador Sons. So that's the ticket that we got up for grabs here. Ryan in Sacramento, good morning, my friend. Good morning, everybody. And let's get your competition. Really? Hold, hold on, Brian and El Grove, you there? I'm here. All right, hold on. What you got, Ryan? Real quick. All right, hang on. Oh, okay. I thought, did, did I'm some... actually going to pull over so you can hear me. Okay. Did somebody say my name? He did. Did I? Did somebody he did say your name? Was that you, baby man? Are you throwing not... your voice again? Baby man is not throwing his voice. All right, uh, gentlemen, we'd like to introduce you to our generalists. For generally speaking, Nelson goes out, asks this individual a bunch of different generation type questions. Uh, all you have to do is yay or nay if they're going to get it right or not. Uh, Nikki D will help you out along the way. So let's meet our generalist. Go ahead. What's your name? Christy. Christy, what do you do for a living? I work in public safety. How old are you? 48. 48, that makes you a member of Gen X. Were you a latchkey kid? Yes. What's your favorite movie? When Harry Met Sally. And what kind of music do you listen to? Uh, I listen to all music. Right now, rock. Tell me something interesting about yourself. I've been to Burning Man twice. Do you go for the orgies or the drugs? Do you have to choose? (laughs) Nice job. That's the best yet right there, bro. Nicely done. I like Christy. All right, Ryan, you are up first. Here's the first question. Remember, you get it right, you get a point. If not, that point automatically goes to your competition. Whoever has the most points at the end of the segment will win. Here we go. A1. What is the name of the game that involves bouncing a rubber ball and picking up pointed pieces of metal? All right, Nikki D, first, what is the name of the game that involves bouncing a rubber ball and picking up point pieces of metal? This is a boomer question or a boomer game. Bouncing a ball. If not older. <laughs> right. Bouncing a ball and picking up metal? Mm-hmm. Um, hopscotch? No, not even close. You might play this game with Coke. 
Oh, shoot. Um, bouncing a ball, picking up metal with Coke. Oh, my goodness. A boomer question? If Flash were to jump, he would be with? Jax. Jax. Um, the Jax. All you got to say. Heard okay. it once. Yep, Jax. All right, Jax is what we're looking for, Ryan. I'm thinking it was two names. Do you think Christy, Jumpin' Jack Flash, Jack and Coke, there you go, there's your close. Do you think Christy will know Jax, yay or nay? Yay. No, just just, 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 just Ryan. Just, hold on, Brian, just Ryan. Nikki, do you agree? Uh, she's a boomer. She'll probably know this. I didn't know it, but She's yeah. a Gen Xer, not a boomer. I mean, she's a Gen Xer, so she'll probably know this one. All right, so yay on Jax, correct, Ryan? Correct. All right, here yes, we go. And it's Brian with a B. Okay. Yes, well, there's is. a Brian and a Ryan. Brian, you're the second. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Brian, I need you to focus. <laughs> I know it's Monday. <laughs> but you're player two. Yes, it is. And not to be rude, but we ain't talking to you right now. <laughs> We're talking to Ryan, which, to your credit, sounds a lot like Brian. <laughs> so I will do a better job of pronouncing. Ryan, let's find out if you're correct. A2. Jax? That would be correct if you ever played jacks. No. You had money growing up? <laughs> yeah. You had money. <laughs> Baby man on fire. <laughs> no imagination games for you. All right, quiet on the set. Brian, next one is for you, sir. Pay attention, please. B1. This TV dad clocked in every day at Spacely Sprockets. All right, Nikki D. All right, name checking. Mm-hmm. This TV dad clocked in every day at Spacely Sprockets. Who would that be? That is George Jefferson. No, I mean the, the Jeffersons. I mean the Jetsons. Jetsons. George Jetson. To your credit, <laughs> you were very close to the first one, but in those days, they didn't allow black people in space. No, no, no. <laughs> the Jetsons. The Jetsons. <laughs> George Jetson is what we're looking for. Brian, do you think Christy, our generalist, will know George Jetson? Yay or nay? Yay. Yes, she will. I think she's not going to get this one. I think this one might go over her head. All right. What do you want to go with, Brian? Oh, she's going to know it. Christy will know it. Yeah, I'd agree with you, Brian, but I'm not playing the game. (laughs) All right, so yay on George Jetson. Here we go, B2. That's George Jefferson. Close. Oh, my George God. Jefferson. <laughs> I told you. George Jefferson. I told you. Moving on up. Oh, my God. <laughs> because it comes to your brain first. That's what comes to your brain first. You know it's the cartoon. You see it in your head, but your mouth is going to say George Jefferson. I didn't think stupid could repeat itself <laughs> that quickly. <laughs> It did. I'm with you, Brian. I thought she'd know it, too. But that point, unfortunately for you, goes to Ryan. And Ryan has now got control of the board. So, Ryan, Sacramento, next one for Generally Speaking, C1. What was a Betamax? Nikki D, here's a Gen X question. What was a Betamax? What was it? Betamax. It's not a fish? No. Now, Uh, I'm sure some people have the beta fish named Max, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but this is one word. Uh, A computer system? No. Let's try one more time and then we'll move on. (laughs) (laughs) A beta Max. Um, Some currency? No. Okay. Thanks for playing over there. I don't know what that is. Ryan, you know what it is, right? 
Jason. Yeah, videotape, video player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pre VHS. Oh, no. That's what it was. I don't All right. know that. Ryan, uh, will our generalist Christy know Betamax? Yay or nay, sir? Uh, I'd say yay. And I would say nay. She has no idea what that is at all because I didn't. So she won't either. Ryan? All righty. I'm still going to go with yay. Yeah. <laughs> nice talk, woman. Now get in the kitchen. Oh, <laughs> All right, let's see. All on. right, Ryan, going with yay on videotape, video player. Here we go, C2. It was the uh, videotape before VHS. That would be correct. My mom was too cheap she know to buy that? a VHS VCR. She bought a Betamax. She bought a Betamax, sure. Dang. Do you know what saved VHS versus Betamax and why Betamax didn't win? Laserdisc. Pornography. Really? Whoa. It's the same reason why we have Blu-ray and not HD DVD, because porn went all in on VHS and then Blu-ray. Did not know that. Mm-hmm. God, you're so smart today. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, he's on fire. I want to be your friend so bad. That makes me feel so good. <laughs> all right, Brian, you got to stay in this game. You got to get this one correct, my friend, and get on the board. Here we go. Brian and Outgrove, this is your question. D1. Contrary to popular belief, you weren't supposed to shake this company's pictures after they were printed. It was a G- uh, Gen X question. Contrary to popular belief, Nikki D, you weren't supposed to shake this company's pictures after they were printed. Polaroids. Polaroid is correct. Brian, Dang. will Christy know Polaroid, yay or nay? Whoa. Remember, if you That's get this wrong, one. Ryan's going to automatically win, so it's big. Well, I can't have that happen. No, sir. But she's gotten so many right. I don't think she's going to get this one right, too. I don't think she knows Polaroid, even though she did know Betamax. It's a toss-up. I'm going to say nay. Brian? Uh, I'm still going to say yay. Okay. Yay on Polaroid. This is big. Here we go. D2. Polaroid. Polaroid pictures is correct. Did you ever take any racy Polaroids? I I can't discuss that. Those are the Uh best. Uh-huh. Not, I mean, there is nothing hotter than a blurry nipple. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> that you have blurry. to shake in order to get. Uh-huh. Sounds like a drink, a blurry nipple. <laughs> get a blurry nipple. Mm-hmm, it might be. <laughs> All right, Brian, you're on the board. Now, Ryan, you get this right. You are winning, generally speaking. Here we go. Big one, E1. This is what you call a fake or anonymous Instagram account. All right, Nikki D, this is a Gen Z thing right up in your squisher. This is what you call a fake or anonymous Instagram account. A troll account. No. Oh, shoot. Um, um, I mean, we call it fake account. What's, what are the name do you call it? I've never heard this term in my life. A uh, ghost account? No. Finstagram. Oh, man, please. No, mm-hmm. never. Ryan, will Christy know Finstagram? No, she will not. I'm going to say. I'm going to say nay on that one. Okay. Nay for the win. Nay, I agree. Finstagram. Here we go. E2. A spoof? It's a Ooh. Finstagram. I have never heard that before in my Ever. life. Ever. Spoof. So who calls it that? Spoof. Kids call it that. Uh, I've never heard that in my entire life. America. Ryan, yeah. congratulations, Brian. You're a great dude. I'm sorry about your damn luck. You can try again tomorrow. We hope you do, okay? All right. Take care. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. Ryan, You've got the tickets for Farm to Fire to Fork, September 23rd. It's going to be a fantastic event. We appreciate you listening, and have yourself a great day, okay? Could I, could I give a shout-out real quick uh, to my new wife? I just got married to you Saturday in Tahoe. Sure. Uh, Angie. What's her name? Her name's Angela, Angela Bay. 
Angela. Let her know how much I really love her. Okay. Okay. Are you Congratulations. Sure? Sound like you're a little shaky in that. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. How, how long you, you guys. How, hold on. How long have uh, How long were you dating before you married her? Two years. Two years. Do you remember yeah. the last woman you slept with before you slept with your now wife? I I do. I do. Oh, he said it's so sad. Yeah. I know. Unfortunately. Are you friends with her on social media? Uh, well, that's a, you know, sh- No. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, no, sounds like a yes. Uh, you're lying no, a lot right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, if we're going to start this relationship, it starts with telling the truth. <laughs> she, she knows better. She, she knows the truth. Right. Is there anything that that woman did better than your now current wife in bed? Everything. Whoa. I think Whoa. you didn't hear that question right. She's a definite blessing, you guys. She really is. We're talking about the woman before your wife. No, I'm talking about oh. my wife now. But oh. no, my my last wife, no, yeah. no. She was a freak, I bet, right? No comparison. Uh, nothing, nothing compares to her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, congratulations, my friend, and take take your new wife out to the event. You guys will have a blast. Compliments of 98 Rock and the BS. Okay. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Have a good day. You too, sir. You too. He is so happy. Yes. That just makes me happy to see that guy. Say, he doesn't know what you were saying. No. He definitely doesn't. <laughs> no, I think he did, and he was being honest. He just Uh-oh. wanted to get it out there, but then he goes backwards and says, I'm going to bed with that. Freudian slip. <laughs> so uh, yesterday was the big taste test of my wings at the house for football Sunday. I'd like to bring that up because I've not gotten any feedback from you two, even though I know what you're going to say. That's fine. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you think we're going to say? I gave you feedback. I don't know what more you want from me. Something happened at the house while these two yahoos visited. And I know more about that than what this person knows. Uh-oh. And something that I was unable what? to find, and I made a friendly bet with a total stranger at Home Depot. So I'm going to try to get that all in here next segment. <laughs> why do you have to spoil my teases with the, what the why, why is it always me? I'm not spoiling anything. I could hey, be Nikki D. Been me. Could have been Nikki D. Could it have. You didn't even say could it have right. Could it have. No. Spoiler guy. All right, 916-909. Baby man spoils. Because he spoiled. 916-909-0985. Hang on. <laughs> I've lived in uh, my new house in Roseville for about seven months now. I'm very happy. Love the area. Love everything about it. And this is the God's honest truth. Not one thing is spilled in that house in seven months. Oh, oh dang. From the people that live there. Until... And that includes my wife, my daughter, and even my dogs. They mm-hmm. haven't spilled anything. Um, okay. Um, what? Someone might... Uh, uh, disagree? Ref- yeah, disagree. Okay. Well, I'm not asking that person. <laughs> going to get to my point. Fair. My point is, is... <laughs> Yesterday, I invited... Uh, Nikki D and Nelson over to the house to have some of my world famous wings. You did. And uh, before we get into that, Nelson joined me up in the finally done Golden Scissors studio. Yeah. Did you think it was nice? Oh, it's so cool. And uh, all the pictures are on the wall Mm -hmm. and it's ready to rock and roll high school. Got the TV, went and bought a sound bar. Ooh, fancy. Ready for football Sunday. And uh, so I had a TV tray. I was eating food up there. Mm Mm-hmm. I was eating some of the wings right. and stuff. 
And then I said, you know, Nelson, come on up. I knew you weren't interested or I'd invited you up, but you're sitting there talking with my wife. I was. And uh, Nelson, you know, trying to be a fella. You know, Nelson's <laughs> like my dog, Milton, right? He just doesn't know <laughs> how to play, right? Mm-hmm. And so he comes up with his plate of food and it's all sloppy. He's got stuff everywhere. And I just knew it. I knew it. As soon as he sat down, I was like, this guy's going to spill something. I just know. You felt it? I felt it. <laughs> and it wasn't like not even 10 minutes. Oh. And so, like the can spills over. and It was not 10 minutes. Soda everywhere. And I had to get my daughter to get a rag and stuff. I didn't, I didn't say a thing. I heard. I heard that you didn't overreact. You didn't be like, you're spilling stuff in my house. Get out. Like, I was like, okay. Mm-mm, not a thing. No, it's because your wife, Rachel, said he's already got notes. He's already taking about it up there while I was downstairs. I love that girl. <laughs> she knows. I go, don't you go spoiling this, Rachel. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to say something to you down here. Don't you go tipping his hand. I want to see honest. I go, tomorrow he's going to bring that up. And she goes, he's already writing notes. I don't need to tell him anything. <laughs> It's already on the agenda. Uh-huh. But here's the odd thing. Okay, so yeah, big deal. Everybody spills stuff. But here's the odd thing. Nelson goes back downstairs and he never comes back up. And, no, he didn't. And and were you afraid to come back up? I think maybe I was, like in the back of my head, because it was it's such a nice studio. And I'm so clumsy. You are. And so I didn't want to have a repeat. Re- I definitely wasn't going to bring another liquid with me. <laughs> probably wouldn't have allowed you to. Like, he's so clumsy. I'm afraid things off the wall are going to fall down. So was they I. might. Like, I'm afraid he's going to bump into the like the ceiling fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it is possible right. with Nelson. I think he didn't come back up because he joined into our conversation that we really didn't invite him in, but he joined in and he just started talking to us. So that's but, probably why he didn't come back. But, Nikki, did he forcefully put himself in that conversation he because he was God. avoiding trying to come back upstairs. He did. You're That's why right. I came down because I wanted to check out what y'all are doing. Mm-hmm. I was like, why isn't anybody hanging out with me? <laughs> why isn't anybody hanging out with me? And then I started to think, maybe you guys aren't hanging out with me because you don't want to talk about the wings that I uh, cooked on my big green egg for you guys. Got up at 8 o'clock in the morning to rotisserie these wings and uh, I said, hey, look, they're going to be done by 10 a.m. And they were. Should have had them at 10 a.m. Mm. And you guys got there about, I don't know, 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. No, we no, did not. Noon. We got there at noon. All right, noon. My, my time's off. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I, I just didn't hear a, a raven and roaring and, like, this is the best wings I've ever had. None of that. Chessy wings. I did my Chessy wings for you guys. You like the Chessy wings? I liked the Chessy wings, yes. In fact, you here's the, here's the compliment I'll pay to you how good these wings were. You made the wings seem effortless, so much so that I said to myself, I bet I could make wings. Not a chance could I make wings like that. So I don't think Nikki D had the same response. I don't think she was uh, taken back by the wings. Well, it's an art form, by the way. And I take my, you know, you know my thing with food. When I, I'm a big grill guy, and it's nice to see some of uh, you guys in the audience, you new two peers, that are, you know, like you were talking about car people that like mm-hmm. each other and dislike each other. Mm-hmm. Meat smokers mm-hmm. were... Sounds weird, I know, but us meat smokers really stick together. (laughs) But those of us that have a certain way that we grow, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're on an egg or if you're on a, you know. um, Like a Traeger. A Traeger or whatever, Mm -hmm. but it's just, it's the art form, and we all want the same thing afterwards, and that is to share the food because we want people to walk away and say, that's the best, or that was so delicious, when can I come over again? But did you want to share the food? Because this this is my take on what I observed. We got there, and we were immediately told, 
These are Jason's wings. Now, you can taste it, but don't taste too many because <laughs> these are Jason's wings. So I only got two of them, and then I just got Rachel's wings because those were the safe wings. And then when you came downstairs, you affirmed what she told us because you walked to the pan like, oh, Rach. She's like, I told him. And I'm like, how dare he invite us for wings? And then he doesn't even want us to eat the wings. So now he's going to want want me to tell him, oh, these were the best wings ever. And in my mind, I already said, I'm not going to tell him that because I didn't get but two of them. So because he wanted to be stingy with his wings, I'm not going to tell him these are the best wings I ever had in my life. Uh, and I'm not. Okay. Let me, this is a Three's Company mm-hmm. episode. Okay, let's go. Unfortunately, my wife's wrong. How's she wrong? <laughs> <laughs> you corrected her when you you confirmed when you came down that she's right. No, 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 no. And I don't want to point any fingers, but she's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I said that when I went over to the tin, not because you guys couldn't eat the wings. Of course I would not say that. What have I ever said that? I said that because she dumped her wings on top of my wings. She did. And she, I had them yeah. separated. I had my lemon pepper garlic on one side, and I had my chessie on the other side. She should have put her wings on something else. And I know why she did that, that little floozy, <laughs> is because she wanted you guys to eat her wings over my wings. Yes, Because it's did. a very competitive household when it comes to food. <laughs> She did. I didn't even get the garlic, whatever ones. I didn't even get that. I she, just took two of the Chesapeake ones, and then I ate her wings because I didn't want to eat too many of the wrong wings. She chicken blocked you. I guess she did. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what uh, I was told. Uh, so, no, I didn't get many of your wings. I mainly ate her wings, which was delicious, and well, I just went with that. I mean, they're okay. Yeah, I mean. When you get, I, I mean, they were no Chesapeake wings. but Jesse you know, wings. Jesse wings. Jesse wings. Yeah, that was not on purpose by design. Well, by me, mm-hmm. but that's what happens when I'm upstairs and she's downstairs. Okay. She blocked you. We got sabotaged. I guess we did. You did. Well, I must apologize to you then. I thought you didn't really want us to eat your wings, so I'm like, well, I won't eat your wings then because you invited me over here to eat them. Okay, go ahead. I just said I apologize. Yeah. You said you were going to apologize. Yeah. No, I said I'm ap- going to apologize to you yeah, because right. I was wrong. Okay, well, three, so two, Okay, one. I apologize. What do you want me to do? Sing a song or something? That'd be nice too. What? No, I'm just gonna tell you I apologize. A bigger, I mean. <laughs> Thank you for making some wings. <laughs> you might want to have a conversation with Rage. Maybe I need to. Yeah. I'll text. That's her a girl thing. Break. Yeah, talk to her. Yeah, because that was very rude on her part. I don't think. I don't think she was being rude. She was just letting us she, know. She knows what she's doing. She's sneaky. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't let that. Pretty little face and that nice tush full of you. <laughs> She's very sweet. I thought she was just making sure we didn't no. eat up your wings. She was blocking my wings is what she was doing. Because okay. she thought we'd get on the radio today and you just put her over. <laughs> I know what Joke's she's on doing. her. I know what she's doing. Mm-hmm. That's why I have it in the prenup. She does that twice. She's out. No, she's out. <laughs> get in the door. It's, it's the wing claws. <laughs> Next time I'll try more. All right, third round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you what country may have real fashion police and why Drew Barrymore is being bashed. All right, two big stories from today. We appreciate you listening. Get learned here at the third round of headlines in just a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines, read all about it, baby. Extra, extra, read all about it. Headlines. 
Here we go. Third round of headlines. Thanks to good guys. Heating and air. 530. Good air. 530. Good air. Best service, best price. That is guaranteed. Nikki D. China is adding a flare to their police department. H5. Fashion police could become an actual thing in China. A law banning clothes that are detrimental to the spirit of Chinese people is being drafted. Wearing the wrong thing could land you in jail. This is according to the BBC. There's a newly proposed law in China, and the draft says that certain speech, clothing, or acts that undermine the spirit or hurt the feelings of the Chinese nation will incur harsh penalties. Those penalties could include 15 days of jail time, fines up to $680, and people are concerned with what they're going to consider these things that's going to hurt your feelings because they're very vague right now. Well, it's China. You know, I mean, I'm just <laughs> like, saying. Like, you should just, you know, go Amish and wear solid colors. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, w- I wouldn't even chance it if I lived over there. Not no, knowing. I definitely wouldn't either. But for those of us that live here, next time you want to whine about not getting your way with something or you think something's not going your way, read that story. Right. You could live in China. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but their you know what their response is, but I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you could. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Uh, There's a video going around that shows police harassing a woman that was dressed in a kimono and a wig. I don't know if it was some con type of event or whatever, but there's a video of that going around. So they're going to be really strict. A wig, no wigs, huh? Well, I, you wouldn't make it. Because she had on the kimono. Oh. is the biggest thing. I guess they were upset about. No. Yeah. No wigs, you wouldn't make it over there. I definitely wouldn't. I have no, I have no intentions on being there anyway. We'd have to so do I'm some fine. kind of crowdfunder to raise funds to get oh Nikki D out of a Chinese prison. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I think if Nikki D ended up in a Chinese prison, they'd ship her out for free. Yep. They would. They let like, me out. They were like, "No, we can't handle this woman. <laughs> she's crazy." They will let me out. <laughs> she's in a, she's in a cell. She keeps just, "Let's go." <laughs> Every time we go in there, she beats her ass. Right. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> There's like eight fallen fallen soldiers near her. <laughs> All right, next one. Drew is being called out for selling out. Eight six. Our friend, actor, and talk show host Drew Barrymore announced that she is pulling out as host of Sunday's MTV Movie and TV Awards in order to show support for the members of the Writers Guild of America. And she made that decision back in May to not host the MTV and TV Movie and TV Awards. Well, now she has come out and said that her Drew Barrymore show. Barry Moore show is going to return, but it's going to return without writers. And people are upset with her. The Writers Guild is going to uh, picket her show for the next two days. And she says she's standing behind her decision and her choice. It's actually a really smart move because she is not the top tier show. No. It'd be probably Kelly Clarkson. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And so if you want to get ahead and you want to provide content for an audience that's looking for it at that time of day, mm-hmm. do it. Throw your show on when the, everybody else is off. Right, exactly. The only problem is, is if she's going to abide by those rules, and the rules are, is that you cannot promote anything, mm-hmm. right? You can't have, I mean, that's the problem with the, I guess, the newest Aquaman, is that they're like, they can't promote it. Yeah, yep. so there's no trailer for it. There's nothing. Yep. You know, so that's all these shows are, for the most part, is that's why guests come on for free mm-hmm. so they can have a national audience to promote whatever it is that they're promoting. Right. Why is this any different than the last writer's strike, though? What do if you, mean? you remember, the last writer's strike produced some of the funniest TV we've ever seen because all of the late-night guys, that's when Conan was still on on late-night, they wrote their own things. So all of the late-night guys still did their shows live, and 
Stephen Colbert, now a late night guy. He was Stephen Colbert and still did the Colbert Report. There's, if you can go back and find the shows, during the writer's strike, he was no longer Stephen Colbert and the Colbert Report, the character that he played that spoofed Bill O'Reilly back in the day. It was the Colbert Report, and he wrote his own content. Same with The Daily Show. I don't see Drew Barrymore writing her own content. Not at all. Agreed. I don't Not know if you've all. and I like Drew Barrymore mm-hmm. as an actress, but as a talk show host, that so you think she's getting grief because she's obviously going to use a ghost writer. Well, she's just doing against. She's going against the grain. Yeah, she's going against the grain. They feel like she's not supporting them by putting her show back on. I just want to see who her guests are going to be. Like, who's she going to talk to? Exactly. I mean, that's the whole point of the show is to have a guest. Mm-hmm. What baby man available? <laughs> right in. Like, what do you get what, on the show? Oh, that'd be good. Like, what are you? What are you going to talk about? You know. Let me. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I saw an actor do that I thought was genius. Tay Diggs, he went on Instagram. He did an Instagram live and said, I can't promote any of my work, but I just want to let you guys know that I have work out there and I'm proud of it. I'm just supporting the strike. So then everybody in the comment section put what his new mm-hmm. projects were that were out. And yeah. so just, I screenshotted it because I didn't know. It just goes to show Nobody that <laughs> it just goes to show that there's a lot of them that are just abiding by the rules, yeah. but they're over it. Yep. And they want to move on because, mm-hmm. you know, some of these even these big celebrities that we see that we think have millions and b- millions of dollars. They they're don't. S- they're selling their houses. No. They're broke. Yeah. They got no money coming in. Tay Diggs need to eat. <laughs> so the aftermath of that 70s show uh, actor Danny Masterson, there's a couple things that go along with this. Uh, Ashton Kutcher and his wife Mila Kunis actually had to apologize. So play some of that audio for you and tell you why. Here in just a minute. Hang on. Hey, thanks for being here. Hope you had a great weekend. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson, our friend Kyle. Is he still with us or is he going no, over? No, he's gone. Time he's to gone. Start his show. Got to go do a show. Mm-hmm. Uh, 916-909-0985. So when do you cut a friend loose? All right. Uh, this Danny Masterson. Danny Masterson is the actor that was once on that 70s show with... Ashton Kutcher mm-hmm. and uh, Mila, Kunis. Mila Kunis and Topher Grace. Yep. Right. Topher Grace was on that show as well. And so Danny Masterson just gets convicted. Yes. Yes. 30 years in jail. 30 years in prison. Yep. 30 uh, to life. Right. Mm-hmm. Ra- rape charges. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is this is pretty serious. Right. So think about this. If you know someone and you think the world of them. You know, you might not have kept in contact with, or you just think of them as a certain way of a certain mm-hmm. thing, especially family members. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then it comes down to this is who they really are. Mm-hmm. Do you cut them loose, or as a good friend, do you stand behind them, even as serious as these charges are? In in this situation, I think publicly you have to separate yourself from them, even if privately you may still converse or talk with them or visit them or write them letters in prison, but you cannot publicly support them. Now, I also think when it comes to your own personal friendships, relationships, if it's a friend, you probably can. Family is a little bit harder, but it's going to depend on the crime. But in this crime, you cut it loose. Yes, you You, cut this loose. You cut it loose. And so is that then admitting to your friend you think that that friend is guilty? Absolutely. When you, if you do it, if you cut him loose completely, that's mm-hmm. why I said in this case, maybe privately you don't, because maybe he doesn't believe he done it and he has that right, but you can't publicly support them because people are going to beat you up for it. 
Yeah, it's it's one of those things where, you know, well, what if it comes back and, you know, they find out that, not saying, I'm just hypothetically playing mm-hmm. devil's advocate. Right. You know, in any situation, not just his, but, you know, it comes back and it's like, oh, you know, the, the court was wrong. You know, we did a exactly. retrial. And it comes wrong. And then you're like, where were you this entire time? Turned your back on me. You know, they'll hate you forever. So can you separate the crime with the person that you used to know? You can, because I've had this happen to me personally. Somebody that I grew up with, went to church every three, four days a week together. We were really, really close. And when we got older, he was convicted of murder. And he killed an old lady. um, And he physically assaulted her as well. And I was heartbroken when I heard the story and found out everything about it. And I had to separate myself. I couldn't talk to him anymore. But the catch-22 was, because later in life I became a CO. I ended up working one day in the prison that he was in. And? I I found myself having a conversation because I wanted to hear from him why he did it. So I did talk to him that one day that I saw him in the prison, and then I haven't talked to him anymore since. Why did he do it? Um, he says he didn't do it. Oh. So that's the story that he's sticking to after all this time is that he did not do it. Um, but, but y'all know he that. did. You, you, you believe yeah. that. So, and that's and that's the thing that we kind of struggle with as fans too. Is if we see somebody that we like, idolize, enjoy, whatever word you'd like to use, you know, Michael Jackson, probably the top of that conversation. Bill Cosby for me, or Bill Cosby, mm-hmm. right? Bill Cosby, Michael Jackson, just recently Zach Bryan, right? If you're a country music fan, he's the hottest thing in country music. Yep, he gets arrested. And he acts like a total ass jack with the cops, even though he's very polite when he does it. If you've seen the video and he just looks like a a normal human being, he doesn't look like the guy on stage with thousands, if not millions of fans. Mm -hmm. But then he comes out and apologizes. But still, he gets arrested. He does something. You know, he's supposed to be pro law enforcement and all this stuff. And he gets arrested. Do you hold them accountable even if you enjoy their music? It's that how do you separate even if you want to Chris Brown when he beat up Rihanna? I mean, there's no question the guy did it. But if you are a diehard Chris, I mean, I'm just throwing out examples. But R. If you're, Kelly. Uh, R. Kelly. <laughs> He's right. one of the biggest ones now that people will beat you up if you play his music, but everybody still will secretly play it if they won't publicly play it. So can you separate yourself between the two? So Ashton Kutcher and uh, Mila Kunis, obviously we're friends with Danny Masterson. Yep. And uh, Danny Masterson's family came to them during the trial and said, could you please write a character, you know, statement mm-hmm. on behalf of him, who he is. The, I, I guess they knew what was coming down the pipe. They mm-hmm. knew what was going to happen, but they did it anyway because they felt like, one, they were doing a, 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 a favor. A for their friend. Well, mm-hmm. and also for the mother. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, right. so so 30 years or something, that's fine, but don't, don't put the guy in jail for life or whatever. Right. Uh, so this is, they did that. They wrote the letter. Mm-hmm. And now they've had, they have to come out and explain the letter because somebody leaked it quote unquote that's what happened yeah but i think you do like right if you're in the public eye it's part of public record anyway that's not a sealed court case and if you why they say it's leaked well because you say it's leaked so that it you know your sounds like it says it leaked right (laughs) so it was we didn't want you to hear this but now that you did hear it yeah and by the way we didn't know it was public record (laughs) (laughs) right it's leaked Danny's mom never told us about the public record thing. We were told that no one was going to know about this. Mm -hmm. So here's the video that they had to throw out for the apology. 
We are aware of the pain that has been caused by the character letters that we wrote on behalf of Danny Masterson. We support victims. We have done this historically through our work and will continue to do so in the future. A couple months ago, Danny's family reached out to us and they asked us to write character letters to represent the person that we knew for 25 years so that the judge could take that into full consideration relative to the sentencing. The letters were not written to question the legitimacy of the judicial system or the validity of the jury's ruling. They were intended for the judge to read um, and not to undermine the testimony of the victims or re-traumatize them in any way. We would never want to do that. And we're sorry if that has taken place. Our heart goes out to every single person who's ever been a victim of sexual assault, sexual abuse, or rape. So here's the other thing about that. They're obviously reading from something. But Ashton sounds like he's not, but she clearly sounds like she <laughs> is. So right. it sounds so weird. He sounds very uninterested. He sounds like somebody <laughs> who's just kind of sad down in the dumps, like, all right, I got to do this apology. This is what happened, and I'm just telling you what happened. And she's like, we would never do X, Y, and Z. Like, she sounds like she's reading. I feel like she's getting ready to hit you up for money for dogs or right. something. Yeah. Like, like a fundraiser. A yeah. <laughs> So I don't I don't fault them from reading. You know, you want to make mm-hmm. sure you get what you need to get out. But you'd think because both of them are pretty decent actors. Right. I think they do a better job. Of I delivering. think he did a great <laughs> job. She did not. She messed him up. You should have did it by himself. Not, not the best performance mm-hmm. uh, of all time. So uh, I personally have, uh, to answer my own question, I've got no problem cutting somebody off. Like, not a pro- at all. Zero. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, I don't struggle with it at all. But the struggle is when you know a person, how you know them, to hear that they've done something that goes completely against their character is what makes people second guess. That's like, you've known me a long time. If all of a sudden you found out that I'm going to go to prison because I secretly eat children, you would be like, I cannot believe that. I would never have thought that about her. Really? That's what you went with? Eat I'm children? just saying, because it has to be something drastic that I would never do. <laughs> I'm trying to buy into the story. <laughs> and now you're, you're trying to get me to think that you're eating children. I'm, I'm just saying. I <laughs> just murdered like a lover would, or something. Could you, have, could, you, could you have given me something? No, because he would have believed that. Like, I killed my lover because he did something to piss me off. That's believable to my character. But me eating children is not. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I got you. I'm just <laughs> jerking <laughs> you around. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. But, okay, so if, if, the, if the ruling comes back that you're a child eater... <laughs> Such, <laughs> so stupid. But if you're a child, I, you're done with me. I'm done with you. But you're not even going to second guess it. Like, well, let me talk to her first and make sure. Or no. I just can't turn well, my back on her right away. Nah, you're done. Yeah, you're but, just cutting me off. Yeah, Nelson, you cut me off. I well, would no, not him. He would, I would talk to you. Say, <laughs> that's In the, fact, I would. I would take it all the way to the limit. <laughs> you write me a uh-uh, letter. She doesn't even eat meat. <laughs> <laughs> let alone human meat. Nelson, Thank you, Nelson. Nelson's the guy that's going to walk out of the courthouse and get bombarded with fruit and vegetables just to stick up for you. He's got no clue. He's like, you know how much money I owe that girl? Yeah, <laughs> Vegan. And she's, she said when she gets out, she's going to buy me a new shirt at Kohl's. Huh? I need this ruling to get overturned. <laughs> well, at least I know somebody's got my back. It does. Hey, now, look, let me put a caveat to this, okay? What's the caveat? I still love you. Oh, thank you. But you're just not going to talk to me. I, uh-uh. <laughs> I just don't want anything to do with you. I will publicly support you. Thank you, Nelson. <laughs> no, you're done. I'm going to make puffy paint shirts. 
Free hey. Nikki. It's my Free gimmick. Nikki D. <laughs> Free the D. Free the D. Free the Thank D. You. Thank you. That makes me feel so good. As all the families of these eaten children line up to <laughs> read their letter of damning to Nikki D. Mm. Nelson's in the courtroom. And, Free the D. <laughs> I can tell you right now, she doesn't eat kids. All right. I got another question. If you want to get involved in this, 916 909 0985, because there's a lot with this story, is, okay, so first and foremost, the question would be, do you have to cut a friend loose in it? Have you ever done it? You know, what did they do? Mm-hmm. Right? That's that's the first one. The second one is, do you take the show off television? Because it's in Ooh, syndication. Oh, okay. Because this is a growing trend, and it has been for quite some time, that when one person, especially the lead of that show, and he was not the lead of the show, by the way. No. But there have been shows, one in particular I'll bring up here when we return, that has been taken out of syndication because of the charges brought up against the lead of the show. Does anybody even want to watch it knowing that there's a convicted rapist as one of the cast? Mm. Right? 916-909-0985. Give us a minute. Hang on. It looks like uh, on the 98 Rock Facebook and all social media that uh, we have posted the lineup for Aftershock coming up here next month. So all three days, the band set list is up on uh, the 98 Rock social media. So that's good. Four days, right? Or four days. Yeah. You want to repost it on ours? Sure. And then we could repost it on theirs. And then Nelson could post it on his. <laughs> Everybody's going <laughs> to yes. post everything everywhere. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. I mean, that's important, right? I mean, it, an event like Aftershock, where there's so many bands, I mean, there's only so much you can take in. Right. So you're going to have to make sure you're, you know, certain places, certain times, whatnot. Anyway, uh, so back to this Danny Masterson thing. So Ashton Kutcher, Kutcher and Mila Kunis had to issue an apology because they were asked by Danny Masterson's mother to write like a character letter for the judge right before sentencing. So he did that. Now, are they all Scientologists? No. As far as I know, just Danny Masterson is. Just Dan- I thought Ashton Kutcher, Kutcher, Kutcher was. I never heard that he that. was. He was, right? Or I never is? heard that he was. Oh, no? Okay. Let me, let me double check. So, I mean, there's probably a little bit of that goes into play. So here's the thing, is we were talking about cutting a friend loose. Mm-hmm. You know, when do you cut a friend loose if you do it at all? Or do you support the friend that you always knew, not the actions that they did? And I'm sure there's a lot of people that still talk to their buddies that are in prison and that are trying to rehabilitate themselves, that went through whatever that they did, but that's not the person that they know, especially family members, mm-hmm. right? you got a mom, a dad, a brother, sister. My cousin went to prison for 10 years. Eating kids like you? No, he's no. the one who uh, held up a convenience store with a fake gun. Dummy. He held up a convenience store with a fake gun, and he robbed this sewing machine um, shop and stole all their buttons. We still don't know why. Wow. Yeah. Can we please get him on the air? <laughs> oh, right. I don't want to talk to him on the air. You're, so you're still being charged with assault with a deadly weapon, even though it's a fake gun dummy. Okay? Yeah. yeah. But let's talk about you walking out with buttons. <laughs> like, if you're going to rob, rob a bank. Right. You know, ro- stay at home and hack a bank. <laughs> Find some 12-year-old nerd that's willing to do it for you. Yeah, we've never figured out why he did that, but. Dummy. I think the only person that I know in my life that served time, 
Well, outside of my cousin's kid, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that was drugs. He screwed up. Uh, I don't know if he's out yet or not. But, like, for a big crime, my babysitter when I was a kid is he and his brother are in jail for life for murder. What? Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, I wasn't, like, buddies with them. They babysat me, and I remember who they were. Mm-hmm. And I remember when one of them went off to the Army. But afterwards, I guess they got involved in drugs or something, and they they beat this man to death. One of them might be out. He might have been paroled after all these years because I don't think he was the the guy guy mm-hmm. that killed the person who was his older brother. But I remember when I heard about that, like, thanks. This is how you know your mom never loved you. Mm-hmm. When a convicted murderer used to babysit you. Yeah, yeah but you don't know what people are going to grow up and become or what they're going to get themselves into. Oh, she into. knew. She knew. She knew. She got a discount. She knew. That's <laughs> that's a mother's intuition. You've got to know if your babysitter is going to become a convicted murderer down yeah. the road. Just something in their eyes. Call that roll the dice daycare. <laughs> Roll the Roll dice, the day. dice mm-hmm. So here's the other question I have with this story. Do you take the show off TV? Because it's in syndication, and it was such a huge show back in the day, whenever it was on the air. I never watched it. I was never a fan because I disliked the 70s that much. But uh, it was a big show, and it's in syndication. You can watch it on whatever network or streaming. They, I believe some networks and maybe even some services Took off the Cosby Show after after he was convicted. Everybody took the Cosby Show off all airwaves for at least a year or two. They didn't play it. Slowly, it started to come back, and I was very upset when they took it off because I understand what he's accused of, what he did, all the things. But to me, it has Hold on. nothing. Uh huh. Convicted of. Convicted. Okay. Well, convicted and accused are two different things. Okay. Yeah. I know I, you'd like to fight this, but he's. I'm not fighting it. I love The Cosby Show. It's one of my feel-good shows when I want to feel good, and I was upset that it was gone. You, But you still feel good knowing that those women in the basement that he was delivering their children from were actually on drugs that he gave them. No, on The Cosby Show, none of that was going on, okay? It was and, wholesome. And all those children were his. No. Right. <laughs> no, they were For not. For however many years The Cosby Show ran, know that there's a reason why you never saw the women in the basement. No. It's because he wanted to keep them secret because he had them all drugged up. And those were his children that he was delivering. No, I feel the same way about about that 70s show. They have a fan base that if they watch this show, I'm sure it's because it's something that makes them feel good about the show. So to take the entire show off because a cast member did something wrong, I've never really agreed with that. Technically, Bill Cosby has no convictions. Oh, he doesn't? Well, why is he in prison? Yeah, why is he? He's not in prison anymore. He was released after his charges were overturned. Oh, look at that. The case was overturned in 2021, and they have denied they the state denied retrying him. He got out on like technicalities. Okay, Nelson. They worked the system. Mm, mm-hmm. mm, Cosby mm. has no criminal convictions. He actually drugged the judge. <laughs> no, he didn't. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. So I agree with you, Nikki Dave. Yeah. I I I this is a problem that we have is that you don't cater to the vocal minority, mm-hmm. the whiny baby faces, right? right? We are all adults. Mm-hmm. Let people decide if they want to watch it, if they want to watch it or not. Mm-hmm. Now you keep it on the air. And if it's not pulling what it needs to pull or your advertisers decide that they don't want to sponsor it. Mm-hmm. So financially and business wise, it's not worth it. Right. Then pull it. I agree. Totally. But to pull something, pull a show based off what you think is going to happen, mm-hmm. 
Because what? How is that fair to you know the other cast members of the show or the fans that you know don't might not even know what's going on? To be completely honest with you, yeah. Because this with this that seventy show, if I wasn't reporting news, I'm gonna tell you right now, I would have no idea that none of this is happening. Who he is, none of that. Yeah, I wouldn't know it. And there, I'm just be honest. There'd be probably no music on the radio right now. Why? If we went by those rules. Oh yes, yes, mm. absolutely. You know. God, that Axl Rose, what a troublemaker back in the 90s, right. starting a riot. Mm, yep. Guns N' Roses, out of here. You're not going to Aftershock, not happening. You know? So I get to keep the remix to Ignition in my random playlist? Yep. James Hetfield, you're, you got you still have problems with alcohol? Get it out of here. Mm. You know, I mean, like, if you were to judge and jury everyone. Yep, we'd have nothing. You know, but that's the problem that we have. We have the vocal minority that is too loud. Like, to the point where they need their vocal cords removed because they're that loud. They need a doctor. And people, you know, people cater into that stuff. So, anyway, watch your 70s show while it lasts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe they'll do an entire network of that 70s show, the Cosby show, <laughs> R. Kelly videos, <laughs> Chris Brown songs. Watch at your own risk. <laughs> the Con Network. <laughs> All right, fourth and final round of... Headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell Why you. Why do you keep looking at me weird? You're checking something. You're looking at me. What's going on? I'm not checking you know anything. What am I checking? Oh, no. So, some sneaky is going on around There's here. There's nothing sneaky going on. There's nothing in front of me but my headline story. Ashton Kutcher's on the screen. There's nothing going on over here. That I don't know quick. what you're looking for. She hit Alt-Tab. Hit Alt-Tab again. <laughs> nothing. She Alt-Tabs. I don't know what you're what Smelling you're her coffee mug. Mm. Got Hennessy in there. No, I don't. Anyways, I'm going to tell you why the NFL is complicated this year and who Elon Musk is suing now. All right. Again, two big stories from today. I'll get your fourth and final round of headlines here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all they showed footage on the news of right after 9-11, 22 years ago, when Congress came together to sing the national anthem outside the Capitol building. How long, uh, how far we've come. Yeah. And the progression of, of us. Right. Always so close and tight-knit. <laughs> uh, I mean, that was, like, compelling, right? Yes. Sat there and watched stuff like that. And, you know, for those of us that lived that day, and you look back and you go, you know, you knew where you were and all that. We had this conversation earlier. And you see that grainy footage of unity, and then you're going, what's happening? <laughs> where, where where did we go wrong in 22 years? Where, where, why didn't we still do that stuff? You know, it's very sad. Anyway, fourth and final round of headlines, Nikki D. Big thanks to good guys. Heating and air, 530, good air. Best service, best price. That is guaranteed. Go ahead. Finding the NF, NFL games this year could be a challenge. 8-7. And the seven-month wait for NFL fans <laughs> ends today. It's almost like you can hear the cheers in yeah. the air. When you put it that way, seven months? Football fans yeah. are happy today because the season's kicking off. You're going to need a play call sheet to keep track of where to watch the National Football League on television this season, and that is because it is on so many different networks. People are having a hard time figuring out where to go to see their favorite games. Yeah, you have your networks. Yep. You know, ABC, just- CBS, is Fox. Right, so you got your you got your games there, mm-hmm. and then uh, you've got those networks streaming. So if you want to watch, mm-hmm. you know, the Peacock for you know whatever NBC and all that stuff, mm-hmm. then you've got Thursday night games on Amazon Prime. Yes, and now you have the YouTube. 
Yeah, YouTube TV mm-hmm. has the Sunday ticket. And I haven't heard of any issues from the first week in the NFL for the Sunday ticket. Right. Neither and, have I. And that's what I have. I watch. I, I don't watch the. I don't have the Sunday ticket, but I've, I just watch the red zone. Mm-hmm. And I watch it on my. I, I you know I cut the cord some years ago. Had no problems with it. But you're right. That's a problem, especially when you start getting into the season and the Thursday night games. Yep. That's going to be the issue. Is you know, it's like, is this one on Amazon? I don't. Not all of them are on Amazon Prime, right? Uh, they were last one, year. Now. What Thursday game wasn't on Amazon last year? Well, this past Thursday night's game was not on Amazon Prime. It wasn't? I don't think so. I didn't I don't believe uh, I watched it on Amazon look Prime. On that one. I thought it was all on Amazon Prime. It says it was on NBC and Peacock. Yeah. One uh, of these days they're gonna figure out like when this all comes together. I mean it's it's, it's no different than what we were bitching about with cable television. Mm-hmm. It's all going back to that. we most of us are probably spending more. On all these different subscriptions, <laughs> absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, the whole streaming thing is just a mind f. Is what we think we're not spending what we actually are spending. Right? I was on the phone yelling at Disney Plus lady for like twenty minutes. I know I was so frustrated. All right, you can't yell at Disney. I mean, it's just like it's like you're going straight. I don't want to yell at Disney, but I'm like, this is Disney. <laughs> Your website cannot be bootleg like this if you're Disney. Please don't yell at me. No, I was so angry. <laughs> she was so Mickey. nice too. I told her I was sorry, but I was wow. so irritated. Me and my friends are at the Magic Kingdom. Oh, Deserves <laughs> applause. That's a really good Mickey. And I see. See you real soon. <laughs> Katie, why? Why? why are you yelling? Why are you yelling? <laughs> <laughs> All right, second headline. Elon Musk is being petty again. H H. It seems Elon Musk has a new foe in the crosshairs. The tech CEO threatened to sue the Anti-Defamation League after blaming the organization for an advertising revenue slump on X, formerly known as Twitter. And he is actually suing, and this is according to KCRA, the state of California, over a law that's requiring social media companies to publish their policies for removing offending material such as hate speech, misinformation, and harassment. He's not happy about that, and he has filed a lawsuit. What What, what is he not happy about? That, he said that— he, I know his big—so his big kicker is that there should be more free speech, and that's why he bought Twitter, is so that there can— so really what it is is there's no free speech on the Internet because so much is private. Privatization, and there's no—you get to pick and choose what you want if it's a private company. And that's he, why he's suing, because he said it's violating his First Amendment right. People have bastardized what free speech is. It is freedom from persecution. It does not mean you get to say whatever the hell you want, wherever the hell you want. It just means you cannot be arrested for it. But the people that own these different social media companies, Mm -hmm. they like to think that they're rewriting, you know, the the laws, the rules. And and it's like, well, free speech to me is this. So on this platform, it's going to be this. You know, uh, somebody eventually is going to come along and say, all right, guys, here are the rules. And this is across the board. And if you don't like it, tough booby. Right. That's just what's going to happen, you know, and they're going to move forward. Elon Musk does it for attention. He does. I'm telling you. a petty betty. I would love to talk to somebody I went to, like, middle school, that kid. I bet you got, or that guy, I bet you got beat up all the time. Yeah. You know, and he's like, one day I'm going to give the ultimate receipt and become the richest person in the world (laughs) and own everything. Yes. I don't know if he got beat up. I think he might have gotten picked on because he's pretty tall in stature, so I don't can't see him just letting people beat on him, but they probably picked on him. Like, Is he? I thought he was a little guy. No, he's like 6'2 or something. Okay. Like, yeah. touche for come, becoming the richest person in the world. Right. That's the ultimate receipt.
All right, last minute calls, comments, concerns. Also, anything on the text machine, let us know. 916-909-0985. You got something good? We'll talk to you before we get out of here on a Monday. Roll some credits and get out. Hang on. Yes.